following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome into the Sumner County Sports Podcast, Spring Edition, with your host, Zach Womble, covering high school sports all across Sumner County. Get those shades out and the Clarendon D. It's springtime in Sumner County. Here's your host, Zach Womble. Haha, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> it kind of caught me off guard there for a second. He's right. My, my allergies are flaring up right now. No free shout outs, though. No free shout outs to Clarendon D. Uh, but welcome into another edition of the Sumner County Sports Podcast. As you heard, that's JP on the background, always making me sound crispy. So thanks so much for joining us. As always, please like, subscribe, and rate the podcast wherever you may be listening. You can follow me on Twitter at Zach Womble MSP and our Main Street Preps Twitter account at Main Street Preps. You can also find us on Facebook under the same tag. You can follow our newspaper sites at the Gallatin News the Hendersonville Standard, and the Portland Sun. I want to give a quick shout-out to the fans who tune in each and every week. We are up to 612 all-time downloads through 29 episodes, including 12 in Germany and 3 in Russia. So, international show here you got going on for the Main Street Preps Band. I just want to say thank you, and I am so grateful for your support. Before we get started this week, I do have a plug for our newspapers, the Gallatin News, the Hendersonville Standard, and the Portland Sun. This Thursday for Gallatin and Hendersonville and next Tuesday for Portland will feature our all Sumner County girls basketball teams. And the following week, we will put a bow on basketball season with the all Sumner County boys basketball team announcements. So make sure you're on the lookout for those this week. Uh, you can also check those those stories out, those uh, teams out online as well on MainStreetPreps.com. So, what have I been up to since the last, or since the end of basketball season? I didn't talk to you last week, so it's been two weeks since I since I last spoke with you. I did enjoy a little bit of a tiny bit of rest and relaxation past weekend as I celebrated Caroline, my daughter's third birthday, which was this past Friday, March 25th, and her birthday party on the 26th. But that doesn't mean I was MIA completely. Uh, like I said, in the two weeks since I've since I've saw you, I have covered Gallatin softball, I've covered Gallatin baseball, Portland White House baseball, and a little bit of soccer sprinkled in the mix with with Merrill Hyde and a little and some Gallatin as well. But first up this week, before we get diving into anything, we want to do our player of the week. We're going to continue that segment this week, and this week I have one player to honor, and boy was she magnificent, Maddie Floyd, Gallatin High School freshman. In their 22-2, let me repeat that again, 22-2 win over Hendersonville this past week, she tallied going, or excuse me, finishing with a grand slam and two home runs and her four at-bats at the plate with four runs scored. Just a freshman, but boy, is she talented. She pitches for the Gallatin Lady Wave, and she is going to be a name to keep an eye on for years to come. So, again, Maddie Floyd, our Sumner County Sports Podcast Player of the Week this week with 12 RBIs in her four plate appearances, including a grand slam and two home runs with four runs scored. Moving on, I am recording this show on Wednesday, so tonight I have plans of covering District 10-4A action between Gallatin and Beach Baseball. The two teams played last night with Gallatin coming out on top 
for its first district win of the season. So it will be interesting to see if the Green Wave can build on that win. I have not seen Beach yet play yet this year. Um, obviously, they they graduated some very good players from last year's team, including two Division One studs, pitchers, and Chase Burns, who is at the University of Tennessee. Go Vols. And is playing well. And then Luke Sennard, who is at Western Kentucky University, doing just as well on the hill for the, the Hilltoppers. So um, Beach, a little bit of a retool this year. But nonetheless, I'm sure Christopher McWhorter, first-year head coach, replaces Josh Carmen, will do a, a do just as fine of a job and, and get those Bucks ready to play. So I'm excited to see those two teams play on Wednesday. They will. The first pitch is scheduled for 4 o'clock, moved up from 7 due to the weather that is uh, threatening later on this evening. So um, look for look for that story, that photo gallery on MainStreetPreps.com. Brett Burwagger will join me. Brett does a wonderful job capturing images of whatever sporting event that he covers. And so that will not that will be the case again tonight as we head up to Shackle Island to see that game played again. Check out MainStreetPreps.com on Thursday to see a recap of that story as well as some inside features as well as photos from that game. As I mentioned earlier, I covered White House Portland baseball this week, and it was the best game that I that I had seen this week. I covered it on Monday, um, and I saw White House claim a 5-0 win over the previously unbeaten Portland Panthers, who were 7-0 going into that game. They were actually ranked number one in Class 3A, according to the Tennessee Baseball Coaches Association. But as Blake Barker said, and you can read this in my story on MainStreetPreps.com, Rankings do not matter. Rankings do not matter, especially, especially in March. So, you know, do you, you want to be the number one team come Memorial Day weekend when the TWSWA season is all said and done and they've crowned their state champions. But in March, it means nothing, and that's what he alluded to. Um, again, they won 5 nothing. They scored all five of their runs in the bottom of the sixth inning and got solid pitching performances from Caden Blackford, who started that game. He lasted four innings, struck out eight, and gave up only three hits. He actually started the game really slow. He pitched 25 pitches in the first inning, which, if you're familiar with the game of baseball, that's a lot of pitches in one inning. But he settled down. He settled in nicely. And as he said, he was having a little bit of trouble with his fastball, so he leaned heavily on his curveball. Whether a 1-1 count, 2-2 count, 3-2 count, it didn't matter. He was reaching into his bag for that curveball, and it worked out well, striking out eight batters. Zane Brown came in for relief for, for Blackford. He pitched three complete innings, and not to be outdone, he struck out seven batters, including the side in the top of the seventh to end the game. He gave up zero hits, and I talked to both White House and Portland coaches, talked to White House players after the game. White House players said what they said which was rankings don't matter. I was in my bag. I was I was just leaning on what I felt comfortable with. White House head coach Seth Long said that the slow start for White House has kind of been a recipe for their season so far. The first time through their lineup, they're just kind of trying to figure out what's going on. And by the second and third time, they're, they're a little bit better. And then by that third time, they're able to capitalize on what they see. And for Portland baseball coach Scott Steinbrecher, it was simple. It was the seven runners left in scoring position that hurt them uh, in that game, including five in the first three innings, and it, along with a bases juiced inning with only one out in the in the top of the third inning, Caden Blackford was able to get out of that inning. So no matter how close Portland got to the home plate, they could never scratch one through, and that ultimately is what cost them. 
Now, baseball. The great thing about baseball, and coaches and players will tell you this, the great thing about baseball is you get to play the next day. So if you lose, you get to put it in your rearview mirror very quickly. But on the flip side, if you win, you've got to bounce back quickly as well because that next day is a new opportunity, a new game, unlike football, say, where you only play one time a week. Now, basketball, you play twice a week, so it's a little bit shorter turnaround, but not quite like baseball. Baseball, like I said, you're playing that next day, so it's a quick turnaround. In Portland, to their credit, they turned around and got a 3-2 victory on a walk-off single, so they were able to kind of, you know, get their first district win of the season. So both Portland and White House are 1-1 one one in district play. It's still early. What is it, March March 30th? or Yeah, March 30th at the time. This The show will come out on the 31st. So, you know, still five, six, seven weeks of action left. But, uh, again, 1-1 one one for both of those teams in District 9-3A play. But, again, a really good game for White House in that game that I covered. Again, if you missed any of that action, if you missed any of Brett Burwagger's photos, head on over to MainStreetPreps.com, click on the Sumner County tab, and you can check that out. Not to be outdone, Tuesday night. Now, Gallatin Softball welcomed, welcomed in District Foe, Hunters Lane, and, you know, it just wasn't close. It was it was a 19-0 game after three innings in favor of Gallatin. Uh, you know, Hunters Lane, they just, you know, they just struggle. You know, they just struggle just to the point of um, – you know, it's, it's tough for them to be competitive. So, you know, that game ended early, but fireworks happened after the game as Gallatin was able to dedicate their field to Coach Kim Kendricks. Coach Kim Kendricks is a legend in Gallatin. She bleeds the green and gold. And if you ask anyone associated with Gallatin High School, you know, who, who some of the best coaches are, they will for sure include Kim Kendricks. I, unfortunately, did not get a chance to cover any of her teams she retired. She officially retired for the final time from Gallatin High School in 2015. But she's a 1973 graduate of the school, and she returned uh, after she played basketball at Tennessee Tech University. And then after her playing days, she she went on to coach at Franklin Road Academy at Brentwood High School, and then she returned to the Green and Gold in 1989 and coached all the way through 2008, helping coach volleyball, girls basketball, and softball. Her 1990. Her 1999 girls basketball team actually won the state tur- state tournament championship, so her name is etched in lore forever. And then she retired for a few years from 2008 to 2011 before returning to coach girls basketball for four more years before eventually giving it up to just you know play play on 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 the softball circuit, traveling around, being competitive in that way, being a grandmother, and just enjoying all the fruits of her labor. So uh, it was a really fun night for Gallatin High School to be able to name their softball field after her. You know, when she was coaching at Gallatin High School, they actually had to travel to Triple Creek Park to play their home games, which Triple Creek Park, if you're familiar with Gallatin, is a hop, skip, and a jump from the high school. But you know, it's like the coaches and parents always say, it doesn't matter how far you have to travel. There was always an uneasy feeling of having the kids hop in their car and just drive a mile up the road, whether it be a mile driving, whether it be 10 miles or any anything further, you, your, your stomach kind of turns in knots hoping that they would make it there okay. Fortunately for them, no bad things ever happened to the softball players, um, but they now actually have a field on their campus that Coach Mike Raper was able to open a couple of seasons ago. It looks beautiful. It's on campus now, right beside the uh, football, right beside the practice football field, and right beside 
the boys and girls soccer field. If you haven't had a chance to check out that field, it, it, I implore you to do so. It uh, it just goes to show what hard work will get you, and that is a beautiful softball diamond. So, uh, again, that, that field will now be forever known as Kim Kendrick's Field and uh, was able to speak with her yesterday just to kind of talk about that, talk about her career at Gallatin High School. So if you're a Gallatin fan, if you're a fan of softball, if you're a fan of women's sports, uh, make sure you're checking out the Gallatin News newspaper next week to read that story. It will also be online at MainStreetPreps.com later on this week. So, um, again, make sure you're looking for that. And uh, congratulations to Kim Kendricks and the Gallatin softball team just on, on that honor. Uh, other events I have on the calendar as I get set to wrap up today's show, uh, I include Station Camp Beach Softball, Hendersonville versus CPA Soccer, Portland Greenbrier Baseball, which should be a good one, and then Portland White House Softball. I haven't had a chance to see Portland or White House Softball yet this year. I haven't had a chance to see Station Camp Beach Softball this year, and I haven't had a chance to see Hendersonville Soccer this year. So by the time I record next week's episode, I will be able to to see all those teams, to talk to you about that, and maybe have a little bit more in-depth in and longer show. Uh, Shout-out to the Station Camp soccer team as they travel down to Foley, Alabama, to compete in the Southern Coast Cup. So safe travels to them while they are down in Alabama competing uh, for the prestigious Southern Coast Cup. So that will do it for this week's edition of the Sumner County Sports Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I will see you on the sidelines, and don't worry, the shot is still going to continue. I know it's not basketball season, but I thought it's a great way to end the show, right? So I drained last time we recorded. Let's see if I can hit two in a row. Your boy's on fire. I'll see you next week. This has been the Sumner County Sports Podcast with your host, Zach Womble. Zach covers high school sports all across Sumner County. You can follow him on Twitter at Zach Womble MSP and always online at MainStreetPreps.com. Sumner County Sports Podcast is a Main Street Media production.